Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at TaySalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with TaySalud. Hey everybody, welcome to Sophia with an F. I am super fucking excited this week. Before I dive into my episode, just a couple things I need to list off. Don't fucking tune out, this is very important. Subscribe, just go ahead, subscribe. You know you wanna do it, stop holding back. I will really appreciate it. You will appreciate it in the long run. You might not see the results right now, but you will long term. That's kind of <laughs> that's called long term. It's goals. an investment. It's an investment to subscribe. Thank you, Jackie. And I am recording from WTF Media Studios. They just opened up a location in Los Angeles that is now open for business. If you guys want to try to be a podcaster, if you want to try to be a rapper, if you wanna do ASMR on the mic, try it out and go to the studio. You can get 25 bucks off when you use code Sophia is hot. And no, I did not come up with that code. My friend happens to own uh, the studio and that's where it came from. But is she wrong? (laughs) 
is she wrong though? Not at all. She can see. <laughs> Jackie, I am so fucking excited to have you here. I have Jackie here from the Morning Toast. So I have been on the Morning Toast and recorded with your sister, Claudia. Yes, because you moved to New York like right when I was pregnant and then I was like heavily pregnant. So I wasn't doing much. And then once I gave birth, it was like co-host month. And I was still on maternity leave. So every time you've come through, it's been like to replace me. Do we think the baby is a good excuse being pregnant? <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> honestly, like he was like, Mommy, Sophia with an F is on your show. Get your fucking ass up and go to the studio. No, I remember you were actually, I swear to God, about to have the baby when yeah. I went on the morning toast. Yeah. Yeah, so I really was excused. But it also (laughs) would have to take something so drastic for me to miss your appearance. Because I've been so excited to meet you. I've been so excited for you to come on the toast. I loved your episodes. And now I'm so excited to be on SWAF. I know. Oh, my God. Well, our history, it goes even farther back than that. You guys all know the complete drama turmoil I went through with my old podcast Jackie uh, along with Claudia you guys were like both there for me hardcore when that was happening yeah it's a hard I mean it's what you went through is so hard and there's only so many people who have a sense of what some of those dynamics might be like so whenever we see someone who might be like down and out we're just Mm -hmm. like you're gonna be great whatever you need we're here which is do you know how amazing of a quality that is because I don't think there weren't too many people that reached out during that time really yeah I mean that were in the industry yeah and it is a small community to begin with yeah so that's why whenever we can lend a hand or just be like hey like you'll be fine and you're great like and this too shall pass Mm -hmm. sometimes that's all you need to say yeah and so that's all someone needs to hear yes yes you guys were very very helpful during that time but finally here we are in the fucking flesh so your baby how many moms have I had on the show maybe one other mother wow literally I was actually thinking that because I I first of all I'm a big fan of your podcast I listen I don't listen to a lot of podcasts but I love yours you get such great guests and also your audience is so funny like I follow your Instagram page and you'll do like craziest thing ever did or like shadiest whatever and Mm -hmm. it is so funny and so creative and I was like oh my gosh I'm so nervous to be in front of this audience because they're like they're that girl you know Uh, they are yeah they're the sleuths like they're like they're the hot ass bitches that run the shit yeah okay well that was the best compliment I have ever received in my entire life but I, I mean, yours too. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. No, I love our audience. But I like, <laughs> no, I'm just like, sometimes you go on someone's podcast. I don't know. Like, we're just exchanging. But I just feel like your audience is just so funny mm-hmm. and so on top of things. And so they must be impressed. That, I think that is the biggest compliment I can receive. If you, I actually want to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If someone was going to approach you and say, you're really smart, you're really beautiful, or you have the best podcast on planet Earth. Mm. Which, out of the three, which one would you want to hear? I really want to think about this and I want to be honest with myself. Honestly, <laughs> you're really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was like, that one was like coming to the forefront. And I was like, suppress it, suppress it. No. No, I mean, but the thing is like you, someone could tell you have the best podcast on planet Earth and like you are zero, they're their one listener. And like, that's just not going to yeah, do it Yeah, and me. you don't really believe it. That's not right? going to do it for me. Like, I'd rather just be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is fucking hilarious. Speaking of beautiful, you are, you're going to find this so annoying. I already know. Okay. I think redheads 
are the most beautiful people on planet Earth. Thank you. I really, really do. Can I name one right now? No, because my mind just went, Jessica Chastain. Mm -hmm. I mean, beyond. Yeah. How has it been being a redhead? Like, growing up, I swear to God. That's such a good question. Do people ever ask you that? I I don't think so, but it's such a part of, like, my DNA and who I am and, like, something that I... My identity. I feel like now that I'm grown and I'm, like, sure of myself and I don't think about it, it's not at the fore as much because... I'm not, you know, insecure right, like as, right. or as insecure as I used to be. Mm-hmm. But growing up as a redhead is so hard, especially because none of my sisters had red hair. Yeah. And you just stand out at a time in your life when you're like, I just want to be like everyone else. I just, I don't want like special attention. Like I don't want, I actually wrote my college essay about being a redhead. S- Wait, and, Jackie, I, and it was you, actually a great essay. No, wait, you need to post that or like release I that to the public. I honestly should. It, it's you like should. something that I'm proud of. And basically my thesis was, so like when I was in high school, we switched schools, and I'm actually like a really shy person. You would never know except I have a podcast where I talk, mm-hmm. you know, an hour and a half every day, five days a week. But I'm talking to my sister. And so it's like you get our intimacy and then it's just broadcast wider. Right. But if I was talking in front of it, like live in front of as many people as we that podcast to, I would be shitting my pants. Right. And so my college essay was about how like there was a few months and I was having a hard time and I just like couldn't like find my footing and then it was really my hair that like reminded me like who I am and then oh. I have to be like as loud as my hair I can't have it be louder than me and like speak before I do that's kind of ge- and I don't like- want to just be like that redheaded girl you know right. so it forces you to like be something other than that yeah which is in the end is a good thing well I mean look at you now I'm sure that's contributed to how funny you are you know like your entire personality it's really true like switching schools and then even like when I went to college again like I was like feeling shy again but like you have to put yourself out there otherwise you're not gonna get to like meet meet people or anything Mm -hmm. and really like pushing yourself in that way even though it's so uncomfortable and I'm so terrible at it it pays off in spades once you like meet your people yeah and you can be yourself you're lucky you have your sister for yeah. sure. I feel like Claudia is very outgoing. She is. And I feel like now in our life when we go somewhere, she's always, you know, kind of carrying the both of us until I can like get there and feel comfortable and be myself too. And I feel like when I was in high school, my older sister really did that for me. Uh-huh. Um, but I also feel like because we do, we're like, podcasting and we're always talking and have like big personalities online when people first meet me they're probably like oh she's like standoffish or she's like maybe doesn't like me because she's not really chatty when I know that she is Mm -hmm. but it's like no so so the red hair it was a little bit challenging but then at the end of the day like really made you who you are it has made me who I am but it was definitely like so I felt so awkward and just so different and I didn't want to be like I just wanted to be just like don't notice me right did you ever try to dye your hair no oh my okay. gosh I never See, could that have. is that is really admirable you didn't yeah. even try no I didn't even try I mean my mom would never have let me I actually was at a party when I was like 25 <laughs> yeah, years my old mom would have allowed it I was at a party like I was grown and I met a girl with red hair and she was talking to me about like how she dyed her hair I was like your mom let you and she was like I'm 25 I was like <laughs> but still like you, I feel like you can't you know and mm-hmm. I do feel like it's something that you would regret uh-huh. and now it's like I've never colored my hair or touched it and even though I burn it to a crisp every single day it's definitely healthier <laughs> than it would have been you know who's more obsessed with you than I am if you, I mean you listen to my show John like the bible he's my best gay friend in the entire world 
He sends me your profile pictures what? in the DMs. I swear to God, once a week. Oh my God, I'm so I flattered. I, I hope it. I hope it's not in like a shady way. Like, oh, oh look what no, she's doing I mean, today. I, I literally want to pull up the DMs right now. Like, she's stunning. Oh my God, that's like the nicest thing you could say. <laughs> so flattering. Also, we were having this conversation before we sat down and we didn't finish it. But I love your podcast. Mm-hmm. You get amazing guests. Your episode with Jay Cutler like was one of the best podcasts I've listened to all year. I was. Cackling like a hyena. You guys were so natural, and I naturally ship. And I need to know if you guys spoke, went out, are going out, are engaged. Yeah. So we did have really good chemistry. He's he's funny, and we got along really well. The thing is, though, is I I really draw the line at athlete, and I've said that a million times. Yeah. Me acting like Jay Cutler has asked <laughs> for my hand in marriage. He's you like, turned him down. He literally has like 50 girls like in his Rolodex every single day. I'm like, I just, I had to let him know. Like, I'm just, I don't, like, I don't want to be a part of that. No, we, I mean, we flirted a little bit. He's hot. He's fun. He has kids. I think he's a he's a playboy as he should be. Mm. He just came out he of a marriage. He didn't give off that vibe in the interview. Jack, are you sure? No, I he I came off just, like a family maybe, man. Yeah, and maybe I just like heard what I wanted to hear, which was like <laughs> he was talking about kids, and you were talking about how you want to be a mom. I was like, yeah. well, this works. You're like, this is perfect. <laughs> they both want the same thing. You were looking for someone who could throw the football. He's a quarterback. One hundred percent. No, I I have a lot of respect for him. I like him a lot. We are not. We have not had sex. Jay, if you're listening, I'm just letting everyone know. But we might. Who okay. knows? I'm okay. I'm saying it right here, right now. Maybe it's gonna happen. But no, we're not in a relationship. I I'm sorry. I feel like you're very disappointed. I had to ask. I'm glad you guys are on good terms, and I feel like the door's open. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie said it here first. The door is open. What other celebrity could you see me with? Ooh, you must be such a fun person to set up. Oh, I thought you were going to say to have sex with. Oh. I have no idea why. <laughs> no, I I feel like one, you obviously like are such a great conversator. Mm-hmm. So pretty, like so interesting. <laughs> and you're like down. So I, I like, so anyone, so anyone really, but let me, what's, you won't do an athlete. That's fine. I probably wouldn't no. put you with one. No, I couldn't do an athlete. I just, I need just a guy that's not on social media. I just want a regular so guy. So it couldn't be really a celebrity unless it's like an actor who's not on social media. But even still, like I Brad think, Pitt isn't on social media. No, but I, I judge actors. Yeah. Cause they lie. <laughs> because for a living. They lie for a living. And I think there has to be something going on in your brain to be like I want to be an actor for the rest of my life and I and I think there has to be a certain tinge of delusion yeah but that's required to make it exactly yes yes, I feel that which I don't have well my team has told me I do I have full-on delusions of grandeur that I didn't know I had I feel like I'm very self-aware and on planet earth yeah but no but I mean they say I don't I don't think I'm very delusional I would never think I would be good enough to be an actress, right? Yeah. No, I would not think so. But I know I'm like not a good actress. Because if I was <laughs> if I was halfway decent, I would probably try. Right. You know, because you like make it a little bit in podcasting and they're like, what else do you want to do? <laughs> you're like, it stops here. <laughs> like your agent's like, the world is your oyster. Like I would be like, put me in a movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. No, we've hit we've hit the ceiling, you and I. Yeah, like yeah. The- no, I'm good podcasting. I feel like it's my strength. <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. I feel the same way. Even going on tour. Well, I actually will probably absolutely go on tour, but I it's like terrifying. I feel comfortable right here. Yeah. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You're married. Mm-hmm. Your husband is not a celebrity or not. No, he's like private and he likes that way and I like it too. How long have you guys been We've been married, married uh, 2019. So like almost three, three and a half years. Okay. Wow. And like most of that was COVID, which is crazy. <laughs> and then we've been together like uh, almost seven years. Okay. And did you know from year one, I'm going to marry this guy and have a baby with him? Yeah. Well, I feel like when we first got together... It was like, it, it, we were working together and I had a crush on him and I was, it was like, I didn't know if he liked me back. And it was like two months of that. And then once we were like, we like each other, maybe it was because we worked together. We either had to be serious or I couldn't just hook up with someone that I worked with. I'm too awkward. And I would just, <laughs> oh my God, I, I couldn't even imagine. Even right. once we started dating, I like did leave the job because I didn't love it and I could not see him around the office. I felt so weird. Uh-huh. So I think because we worked together, it's like, I wasn't just going to mess around with someone that I worked with I'm not cut out for that smart girl I feel like the first few months of our relationship were just like so oh my god yes this is it blah 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 and it wasn't until like a few months later that I was like oh this is where like things come into play where it's like okay we have to work through this or work through Mm. that and it's like now it's more of like the mechanics of a relationship and less of like just fairy tale stuff right but I guess that's like the honeymoon phase right that ends and then it's like you ask yourself tough questions and you figure it out. When does that honeymoon phase wear off? Because me, I am a serial fucking dater, always in a relationship. And I'm like, do I just give up because the honeymoon phase is over? I'm going to be single forever. I feel like the relationship isn't really real until the honeymoon phase is over. Like when I think back to myself in the honeymoon phase, I don't recognize myself. Right. Like, it's not real. Who is she? She was like PDA. Like I, that's <laughs> so not me. So it's like he was with someone who's not his wife. Like right. that's not me. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> You're like surprise bitch one day. Don't touch me. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it's like, and, and the entire time, you guys are both trying to put your best foot forward, yes. right? You're like, yes. oh my God, I love halibut. Like, it's my favorite type of fish. And then, right. you know. Yeah, and maybe it's like, I didn't dislike halibut. I just didn't know yet that I didn't like it. Because you were in yeah. fairy tale law. So, so then, like, the, you know, the masks start to come off. And then you're with the real person. And I feel like that's when the relationship starts. Right. You know, so how if we had a guess roughly, it's gonna be different for everyone. How long do you think that phase lasts? Oh, for me, it was like four or five months. Then okay. he got me like a Valentine's Day gift, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I have it locked and loaded no, now, no. and now I can be the we real. We both me. had like completely different ideas of what our first Valentine's Day would be. Like, I, we were so serious from the minute we started dating. So I was like, I could get engaged. Like, I was like, <laughs> I got him such a serious gift. And he got me like a jokey gift. Wait, what was, can you tell no, us? Honestly, Is it like, private? It's like, it's so <laughs> sore subject. And that was our first like conflict. I had never really like had to say like this upset me before. And so it took me a few days to be like, like that gift like hurt my feelings. Like I thought, like we're already told each other we loved each other. Like our families yeah. have met. Like that's what you got me for our first Valentine's Day. And like it, it hurt. And, I, and so then he got me like, you know, a nice cute little necklace. And I felt much better about it. But I had to like speak up and be like, absolutely and, yeah and it wasn't about like what the gift was really it was just like it was clearly like a jokey gift when, and also I got such a serious gift right well I think what throws people off especially in a relationship is when you're falling in love with someone and you're thinking this is my person and they get they get you a gift that does not resonate with you whatsoever and yeah. you kind of panic no like, and it's like Wait. not uh, symbolic of like where the relationship is. I'm like, so what, did I think the relationship is somewhere that it's not? Exactly. Because that's something I need to know. But like, no, he was, he's like dead serious about me. So get me a serious gift. Also, men, period. <laughs> yeah. And also just like, like they just suck jewelry it. Jewelry is fine. Like it didn't, if even if it was something I never wanted to wear, like I'd be like, he's serious about me. He got me jewelry. Yes. Not I, like a prank. Right. Yeah. Was it a full on prank? Like, you don't have to tell me what it was. But yeah. Like, no, was no, no, no. It? it was just like a little tchotchke. <laughs> That, okay. he, that like reminded right. him of me. Got it. Like a white elephant. Like a paperweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a white elephant gift. Exactly. Like, like a stocking stuffer, <laughs> basically. Yes, exactly. Okay, I, I feel that. No, that that would have annoyed me too. I went. I got him a Cartier. Uh, the bracelet on the string. This oh, one. Okay. So I was like, I mean, business. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> that is incredible. It's not like I was like looking for gifts and I wasn't gonna like. Right. I, I wasn't showing up to the exchange. Match my energy, Match babe. my energy. And I thought we were matched. That's why right. it hurt. I, you know what? I totally feel that. But it sounds like he it was, it was, himself. And it was a good lesson for me to be like, okay, I just have to tell him. And then he got me like a sweetheart necklace and I was so happy. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah. I love a heart necklace. I don't know if that's what you meant by sweetheart necklace, but I do love no, just a heart It was like a, like a little heart on like a gold string. And that, I don't wear, like I'm not wearing any jewelry right now. I'm like literally only wearing this ugly ass aura ring. I don't even wear my wedding oh ring. my <laughs> God. I want to take it off so fast. So ugly. But I'm addicted to my data. They're never sponsoring us ever. Every time I see my aura ring, I'm like, you got to add 50 more rings to your hand to kind of yes, like you have to be a person who wears a lot of rings to, to right but I only wear this one I'm not even wearing my wedding ring like I really don't <laughs> even wear jewelry so I didn't need anything like crazy but I do love like one dainty necklace yes so let it be too. from my man 100 percent oh and I mean I'm just obsessed <laughs> with it it's so ordering. funny you said that because I just so I wore it religiously and then I, I couldn't handle how it looked and I gave it up okay and then I was like 
mm, I like found it in my drawer and I just picked it back up again. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm talking about it like it's heroin. Like it's like it's like a street drug. And I just, I just picked it back up and like I can't move on. But you really do get obsessed with the data. Yeah, you do. And it's like my sleep is garbage because I have a baby. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking to see here. Mm-hmm. They're like, you're not well. Try and get some rest today. <laughs> That's why I stopped wearing it. Yeah. It's because I would wake up in the morning and it would basically say, are you ready to have a shit day? Good luck and take care of yourself. And I'm like, no, no, no. I need I need to hear something different. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. Maybe if I was training for a marathon, like, I'd be like, okay, I got 20,000 steps today. Tomorrow will be better. Right. But no. No, but I, I still need to know how many hours to the fucking minute I slept. I have to know. Or I can't, I can't function. I spend the whole day thinking about it. It's sick. Aura, we are here to be your spokespeople. Yeah, because we can't quit it, you know? We can't quit. And it's actually as nice looking as tech jewelry gets. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. Yeah. Apple Watch, get out Couldn't of here. Me. Fitbit, goodbye. This is, this is really as good as it gets. Yeah. Look. You've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to 
probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. On the Morning Toast, your podcast that you do with Claudia, yeah, your sister, you guys talk pop culture every day. Every day. You guys record it literally every day. Yeah, we record every morning and then we post it right when we're done. Okay. First of all, you are superhuman and I don't know how you can do that. Second of all, I want to know what your day is like. Like, do you wake up in the morning, check your aura ring data and then go straight to Daily Mail? So I wake up in the morning. I actually don't check my aura ring until later in the day. I'm like, oh, why do I feel like shit? Like, let's see what, did I really get such little sleep? Or if like it took me so long to fall asleep, I'll be like, I'll wake up and be like, how long did it take me? What was my latency? Okay, Um, that's smart. Check it later. Yeah, so now, I mean, I just moved. And so now I have a studio, I moved to Florida. Mm. So I have a studio in my house. So my day is a little bit different than it was a few months ago when I was in New York and we were both in the studio. Right. But I will wake up and it's not until like an, hour and a half before we're supposed to record that I like start my makeup we do our own hair and makeup because we do video every day too oh my so god I'll you do, do it every day yeah with a baby yeah so, so then like I'll do my hair and makeup and then I'll go upstairs like to the studio and then I'll sit down with my iPad and like look through stories now sometimes something happened the day before it's like oh I know that's gonna be a story already or I'll have like a save tab on my Instagram being like okay those two things Got we'll it. talk about and then I have to go find other stories some days it's like so easy other days there's nothing right. to talk about that's just like pop culture innocuous like fun fair mm-hmm. you know right right well we're gonna talk about pop culture right now cool <laughs> because I I rarely talk about it and obviously you're the perfect person there's a lot of there's a lot of love in the air okay from what I've gathered okay so Emily Radikowski has been seen with Brad Pitt obsessed yeah you love this you I do this. I feel like Brad Pitt someone like we've been like trying hypothetically to set up mm. for years like one time he was spotted with Kourtney Kardashian he uh, was like, he went to Sunday service years ago <sighs> and we just like had in our heads that him and Kourtney were getting together okay I think he'd get along better with Chloe but if Emily Ratajkowski is what he's feeling I think that's cute you you are all about that yeah I just like want to see him in a relationship I don't see I don't trust him you don't trust him. Mm-mm, I don't. Why? I think I just, I really, I think I have, well, A, I have issues with men, just trust <laughs> issues in general. So I'll start there. But the second I know a guy is famous in any capacity, I just, I'm like repulsed. You know, it's kind of like repellent. Yeah. And but, I don't trust them. But you don't feel that way about the woman too? That's a really good question because... I don't notice it as much, probably because I'm not getting in relationships with women. Right. But if I like really sit back and think about it and think about myself and how I've acted in my past, they're they're really doing the same shit. The men and the women that are famous. Yes. Yeah. They are. Yeah. But women get away with it because they're smarter about it is what yeah. I think. Yeah. And I do, I will say, isn't there, there has, there is a statistic on how many men cheat compared to women. Oh, is there? There is. And men cheat more? I think they're, I think they're close. Like, I think the percentage is close. 
So I don't know why. Maybe it's like the I grew up in a misogynistic. It's the it's the patriarchy. No, I feel like okay, it's the op- no, I feel why. like it's the opposite. Like you have like matriarchy issues because you're <laughs> yeah. like the women get away with it. I feel like people are most often like you know the men hide it better. Like their a- ambition. Mm. Like for women, it's like oh she's like too ambitious. No one would say that about a man, right? You know, right? No, I do think the women in Hollywood are definitely doing it. I do think. Famous, not famous men tend to do it more. But I think Brad Pitt is one of the hottest men to walk planet Earth. Ellie Radikowski, one of those beautiful right. women to walk planet Earth. It's science. And I, I mean, I would like to watch them have sex or make out or whatever. Hold yeah. hands. Hopefully we'll see that at least. So holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> I hope and pray. But speaking of Emily Radikowski, I... I think my friend actually sent me an article and it was when Emily was going through her divorce with Sebastian Bear McClard. I only know that because I'm obsessed with his last name. (laughs) I call Claudia McClardia because of him. Like literally I call her McClard now. Because of him. I love that. McClardia. I'm so glad I could fill in the blank for you because I'm obsessed with McClard. What a name though, really. Sebastian Bear McClard. Yeah. That is is a stunning name. It is. It's gorgeous. It really is. Bear? Where did Bear come from? But let's talk about (laughs) this guy because the article I was sent, it said... As uh, spoken about on the morning toast, I don't know if it was you or Claudia mentioned he's he's known as a serial cheater. Yeah, so we were actually doing a live show. Oh, on Spotify Live, our show was called Breaking Bread. It was a moment in time. Hopefully, you catched it, okay. caught it. Oh my god, my grandma! <laughs> <laughs> um, people were writing in the comments like. Uh, and this was before like the news broke so people were writing that her husband like had cheated on her and that they were divorcing and I guess like it was something that people had known but it wasn't really in the news yet because she hadn't like put out a statement or anything not that like he was cheating on her the whole time and everybody knew but that like that the news wasn't out yet but that it's happening okay see I was like hoping wishing for some intel I thought we were gonna come in here and be like I saw Sebastian at a party once and like da 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 but no you don't don't have any of that I don't have any of that but and I, I feel like she's the type that the minute she found out, she was like, goodbye, get the fuck oh, out, yes. good day, sir. Yes. Like, you know what? She released a book. Was it a book it, or yeah. an essay? It's both. She's done both. Okay. And she said something a little bit peculiar, I remember, about him saying, I know he's going to be into other women or something like that. Do you remember that? No. She did. She said something along those lines. Like, I just have to learn to be okay with him being into that. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to report back. But I remember reading that and thinking it was a little bit strange yeah and it's funny when you read something like at the time and they're together you're like oh they have you know a very modern situation Mm -hmm. and then you read and now you think about it in the context of like what we know now and it's like oh no it was never a good thing that he was always into other women yes yes (laughs) it was not (laughs) which I I mean I swear I used to think I could do the open relationship thing that was me being young and just trying to be cool. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I could never. Could you? No. No. Absolutely no. not. I'm like very into like closed circle. Yeah. We don't have openings. I, I'm <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Okay. Exclusive. <laughs> okay. closed. Okay. Zero bond. Like we hear you. <laughs> That's my marriage. I fucking love that. 
Um, okay, so Emily Ratajkowski, there was, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, 20, 30 years later, who are the guys we're talking about? Right. Brad Pitt and Leo. The same guys. Yeah. They just withstand the time. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. I keep laughing at every meme about him. You would think it gets old. Like most things on the internet <laughs> get old in five minutes. Yeah. It's still funny. Mm-hmm. I think, I guess it's good for him that he's dating someone who's 27. Who is? Gigi Hadid. Okay. So he was with Camille, Camila? Camilla. Yeah. yeah. Stunning, beautiful, gorgeous. They were together for a while. Yeah. And they broke up. She was getting really ambitious in her career. Mm. And they couldn't spend that much time together. And he was kind of like, I like we should be spending more time. Or she wanted that. And so she was like, all right, well, fuck you. I'm going to be a huge actress. Okay, that makes, that's like a good story. And that works. She's also going to be in um, the Daisy Jones and the Six TV series. It's a book that was like really popular. And she is playing actually the girl's name is cammy in the book okay um so maybe that's like the beginning of something great for her and a good time for her to be single yeah. and if it was on her terms then like that I works for that. me i really hope it wasn't like she turned 25 and he was like time's up <laughs> hashtag time's up <laughs> yeah, wait i hope for that too and i probably should not have shared that uh no that's tidbit, a, i think that's but... a good story i think that like is good for both parties yeah it is so and Gigi is how old 27 i think okay so he so he went over the hump Okay, growth. But it's like still he's 40, what? And she's 27. <laughs> but we she's small games. <laughs> small games in two-year increments. Like, we'll take it. Yeah. If you were Gigi Hadid, would you take a chance on Leo? He's like not my vibe. I can't. He seems like <laughs> he's so not. annoying. Like, he doesn't seem no. like someone I want to, like, chat with. Wait, I feel the same way. Titanic, I'm down. Yeah. I would have been into it. And then over time, I think it was that last movie that Netflix tried to make a thing and it was so fucking bad. What is it? Don't look up. I never saw it. It looked bad. Don't waste two seconds of your time. Someone need, we need to defund Netflix (laughs) because they have way too much money and they're making way too many movies and they're just putting out garbage. Yeah. That's another thing I shouldn't have said. Netflix, I love you and I do want a special one day and I will take that back. But I think just over time, Leo lost his luster. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in Titanic, he's super handsome. Wolf of Wall Street, Leo is also pretty mm-hmm. good. But I just don't, he's not really like someone that I, I would care to spend time with. No. Like if I were Emily Ratajkowski, like I wouldn't be going for Leo. Either. Absolutely not. Brad Pitt though, yeah. Yeah. Leo, like, you you see him running around New York with, with the hoodie and the belly and the hood on and just... Not the belly. <laughs> the fat guys referred to as a belly. I couldn't say dad bod. I had to say belly. But And he's just, like, I feel like he's just coming around corners and, like, in alleyways. <laughs> Don't you get that vibe? Now that you mention it, he's like, he's a creep. Like, he really gives off creeper vibes. Like, just be normal. Yeah. You know, I get he's trying to be low key so people don't (laughs) notice him, but Leo, like, we notice and, like, you're being more creepy by trying to be, like, discreet. Yeah. He, yeah. Sorry, Leo, you need to knock it off. I have to talk about this couple Logan Paul and. How do, Nina Agdal. Yeah. Agdal? Yeah. She used to date Leo. Yes. 
So apparently she posted something and maybe this was just like a bullshit article, but it was trying to basically say that Leo had tried to reach out to her recently. Ooh. And she was like, bye, boy. Like, boy, bye type yeah. shit. Anyways, so Leo's out here doing God knows what <laughs> in his fucking hoodie and his fucking jeans and his sneakers that are 10 years old. But she is dating Logan Paul. Is that a real relationship? I, this is the first time I'm hearing of it. And I think oh, it's really, really? Yeah, and I think it's really cute. Okay, well, I think it's really cute, too. How can you... I think you would be an expert on this. How can you tell what's a publicity stunt and what's not? I think it just depends on the people. And mm. then also the timing. Like, what do they have to gain? Like, what's coming out? Are there a reason we're, like, hearing from this person more? Smart. And then it's also, like, the people. Do they seem compatible? Smart. And do they both have something to gain? Does one of them seem like they would never go for something like this? Like, I feel like when Pete Davidson and Kim started dating, people were like, it's PR for the show. And I just feel like Pete would never be in a PR relationship I also don't think Kim would yes but I just like I never got that vibe right but also sometimes I'm like so naive I always say this on the show like two people <laughs> could be like spotted together uh-huh. and I'm like oh no, no no they're not dating it's like probably a business meeting like right. when Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker were first together I'm like no they're just like friends right they're literally like fucking on the beach I'm like it's friends and they're just right. like it's business but I also feel like you can be very naive in the opposite yes. way where you're like you and Jay Cutler married. are together <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> A hundred. My radar is like off a lot, but I—that's where I live in a delusional world, you which know? I think is fantastic to live there. Yeah. You believe in love and true love, and because you're in it. Yeah, and like all these couples that I don't want to see break up, like. Well, maybe if I convince myself that they haven't, like, I don't know them. I'm never going to see them at a party separately. So, like, why do I have to tell myself they broke up? I love that. You believe in love. And I think a lot of people in this day and age are very jaded. And I think that's fucking fantastic. Yeah. The problem is that, like, then stuff comes out about the relationship. Like, then they all, like, go do their tell-alls. And it's like, Mm. oh, I actually can't endorse this anymore. Oh, and you have to backtrack on everything. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this was bad. This was toxic. We have to let it Yeah. So this was something that really stood out to me and I couldn't really wrap my brain around it and I want you to dissect it with me. So Logan is talking about his relationship with Nina. Okay. Who is a former Victoria's Secret model, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, well, the article said, despite usually keeping details of his relationships a secret, Logan Paul has admitted to having, quotation marks, intimacy problems with his new model girlfriend. And then this is what Logan had to say. He said, I'll be kissing my girlfriend and I'll pull back and I won't move my mouth and you'll hear, (laughs) parentheses, makes a gurgling noise. I'll be kissing my girlfriend and I pull back and I... So, and then he follows up by saying, so that happens to my throat from time to time. It becomes a huge sticking point in my relationship. Oh. So Is this just a like PR having stunt that I'm burn? I actually think that's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually think that this is a real relationship because that's like, I mean, I've never experienced that, but I feel like he's like opening up. What did he say this on a podcast? That sounds like something you share on a podcast. I don't know if he's, I think he actually said it on his own, on his own podcast. Yeah. I feel like that's him just like opening up about like Logan Tings. <laughs> What's going on with Logan this week? And you are chalking it up to heartburn. Yeah. No, I think he's like having some like gastrointestinal issues. That is, you know, my my mind did not go well, where there. Did your, where did your Well, mind he go? says he struggles with intimacy problems. So I automatically thought it had something to do with his psyche. And maybe it's just kissing is too intimate. You know, in, oh my God, what is a movie 
with the prostitute movie, Pretty Woman. Mm -hmm. The prostitute movie. (laughs) Wow. That is, I will never call it the best movie of all time, okay? She won't kiss the men. Yeah. She will just fuck them. Because it's too intimate. Kissing is too intimate. So that's where my brain went. Maybe Logan feels like a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) Or like the relationship's not at the level of kissing yet. Right. Right, right, right. I think Logan, I think maybe he's just more of a stick it in and the kissing is just too intimate for him. But you know what? I don't know. It also does, now that you pointed out, sound like a... Heartburn. Absolutely. Yeah. We need to send him some Pepto-Bismol or some Tums or something. Yeah, it could be just as simple as that. Yes. You know? I, I, don't overthink it. Right? <laughs> and that and that's causing intimacy problems. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. 
So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. I want to move on to listener questions. Okay. Save our sleuths. Um, let's start with the first one. Hi, Sloot. How do I say no to people without feeling super fucking guilty about it? I have been a yes man my whole life and it makes me feel super overwhelmed and burnt the fuck out. I want to start saying no to things like projects at work or plans on my time off, but I feel so guilty and end up saying yes. How do I get over the guilt? Love you, Sloot. Oh, I mean, you have to, but you also need to like, prioritize and you can't say now no to everything yes you know especially at work they'll be like okay get out <laughs> right right um but you need to really like think about like why can't you do something like is it really sometimes it's just it's really easier to say yes because like the mental gymnastics you have to do to come up with a reason to say yes. no is like not worth it and I'd, I'd rather not stress about it and just doing it is easier mm -hmm. which is probably I probably have the same issue as this person sometimes but I also feel like eventually you get into a place in your life where you actually can't say yes to everything yes and you just have to have a good enough reason that like within yourself you're okay with it you're like no I literally could not say yes because I have this that and this going on right right I think it's about getting to know yourself and your limits yeah is really like what it boils down to I know for me I am a very in the moment hype woman type of person and you could be like we're going to the cemetery like right after this let's go and I'll be like oh my god yes like I'm coming you know like I yeah. get very caught up in the moment yes. and I'll just say yes 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 people need to stop taking a yes so literally do you do you agree? <laughs> right it was like a suggestion right yeah if I say yes in the moment that's not I'm not signing a contract I'm not signing on the dotted line that's it wasn't really a blood funny. oath yeah. it was just like yeah that sounds fantastic yeah I didn't mean anything behind it <laughs> You were just like being supportive of I'm, your ideas. Right. I mean, sometimes I mean it, but sometimes I don't. And especially if you're trying to plan something, you know, a month out. Yeah. Rela relax. And I feel like probably the people in your life know you at this point to know that like the yes is extremely tentative. Mm -hmm. um, you should circle back with her a day of. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I still do get in a lot of trouble with my really close friends and I have been working on it. I've been a lot better about it. That's good. Are you, do you have an easy time saying no? Can you just be like, no? Yes, now in my life I do because there are so many things that I well, just, have a baby. I can't do it. Right. But sometimes it is easier to say yes. It just depends on the, what is being asked of me, who's mm -hmm. asking it and what it really costs me to say yes or no. I totally agree. I think a lot of times with work, I have a really hard time saying no. Yeah. Because I, then I feel really guilty. Yeah, because you just want to be doing everything. Yeah. But you also have to assess, like, what really is valuable and, like, what is a waste of your time. Exactly. Because you'll, you'll burn out. Mm -hmm. I also am one of those people that I have no problem saying no to a lot of things. And then I am crippled in a ball on my bed with FOMO. Oh. So I just need help all around. And <laughs> we can just move on from that question. Okay. Let's move on to this next one. Why do pretty girls sometimes never get approached by guys? Not trying to sound conceited, but I am an attractive girl, as I've been told by both male and female friends. 
okay, girlfriend, we were not doubting you. We believe you. Send yeah. a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Prove I believe it. you. And I, I actually completely agree with this person that okay. this happens sometimes. Okay. And I feel like there's sometimes in some girls and like their look that just, they're so pretty, but they just like look high maintenance. I feel like mm. I'm, I mean, I haven't been in the game in a while, but I feel like I um, look like a lot of work, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I'll go with the girl who looks like chiller right. over there, you know? Uh-huh. I feel like some people just like put forth that energy and other girls, but, and it's, I guess it's less to do, I don't know how pretty and everything is subjective and people have different tastes, but I do feel like there are girls that just seem more approachable and like down to earth. And just because you might look like, not down to earth doesn't mean that you aren't or that yes. you are high maintenance but that just might be like the energy you're putting forth which is like hey I'm a lot of work come yeah. chat <laughs> come chat so I was gonna say the exact same thing I think it has less to do with her appearance and has everything to do with the energy yeah you know and I also feel like sometimes you might not even realize it especially if you're shy or you know you're like with your girls like you might be putting yourself in situations where you look intimidating like yeah. if you're with intimidating looking people if you're all huddled together like mm-hmm. if it doesn't look like there's a point of entry like I don't know what the right body language is to like signify that you are interested in in chatting it's definitely not arms crossed I know that oh, that's like my arms I are lo- like I love standing with my arms crossed like this and I've had to teach myself <laughs> to just hands to That's the side. That's so standoffish. Uh, right? Yeah. But it's so comfortable. Like I know. This. No, I, I totally agree. I'm literally sitting here, legs crossed, arms crossed, like, couldn't be more <laughs> tense. I just, like, realize I'm, like, relaxed. Like, right. It's like, like ramrod. <laughs> you can slouch a little. Okay, this is going to be our last question. What are your thoughts on women dating younger men? I'm 26 and the guy I have been talking to lately is 21. Here's the dilemma. This man owns his own house, has a great job, is super kind, mature, and pretty much everything you'd want in a man. Meanwhile, I'm 26, have a shit job, and live in an apartment. It gives me anxiety knowing this man has his stuff figured out. Meanwhile, I'm over here struggling through life. LOL thoughts. Okay, this is interesting to me. Yeah. Because the, I mean, first thing I'm going to say is we don't play the comparison game. Right. Ever. But usually when I see people playing the comparison game, it's with your peers or people that you see on Instagram or Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've never like done the comparison game with someone I'm dating. I always want them to be kind of more elite than I am yeah or just doing their own thing like where it's like I don't even know what you're doing right or wrong because it's so out of my wheelhouse right but I feel like when you're dating someone like opposites really they do attract and I feel like in this situation if this 21 year old guy was dating a fellow 21 year old overachiever like they would make each other crazy and it might be like good for him to be with someone who has taking things at a different pace and I feel like Typically, you know, and they say like women are more mature than men. So it makes sense. Like when women date older men, then they're more on the same level. But everyone is different. There's exceptions to every single rule. So if you found a 21 year old who is the kind of guy that you want to be with right now and and you guys are working, like I wouldn't get caught up in the semantics like Mm -hmm. as what works works. Right. I mean, she's basically saying I have the perfect guy. The only issue is the age issue. You do not break up over something like that. No, You, you don't. Unless it's maybe in like 30, 40 years difference. Oh, maybe yeah, then but then it's like, why did it. you start dating in the first place? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- then there's an issue. But I mean, they're five years apart. Girlfriend, the, it's just some people have lived a lot of fucking life by the mm-hmm. time they're 21 and they have the mentality 
and the maturity of a 35 year old you know right and i would also say like okay maybe you don't own your house but you're older than him you're wiser and you're a woman like you have a lot to offer too so yeah. don't just like whatever he has like stacked up is really cool for him yeah but like you have things that make you like unique and great and smart and like lean into those things instead of trying to just compare right. with what he has exactly and his success has nothing to do with your success like you yeah. focus on you and you and he likes you like yeah. you're good enough like you're good enough I love that and also take what's his <laughs> hello hi like we're, we're trying to step up we're trying to ladder up yeah okay join forces <laughs> Jackie this has been so fucking good and I knew it was gonna be this great of an episode thank you so much for coming on where can they find you you can find me every morning on you know mid-morning after early afternoon and the morning toast um on YouTube <laughs> podcasts everywhere you get your podcasts you can follow us on Instagram at the morning toast and you can follow my personal Instagram at Jackie Ashray O-S-H-R-Y Jackie with an O Oh my God, Jackie with an O. Wait, Jackie with a what? With an O. Oh, the last name. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, with You're an like O. I was like, wait, 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 where is the O? <laughs> I'm like, I should be good at this shit because mine's Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. You guys obviously know where to find me. Jackie again, thank you so much. And Sleuth, I will see you next week. Bye. Hi, thanks.